to the Crimson Circle Show. This is our monthly meeting, our monthly gathering, whether you're listening on Blog Talk Radio from the Crimson Circle website or watching or listening, welcome. Welcome here with all of us. We are here with a live audience in Louisville, Colorado, and it's our pleasure to be here with you. And I think many of you know that Jeffrey Hoppe is preparing to channel Adamus, I think, Adamus Sajaran. So we're ready for that. We have special guest musicians, uh, Gerhard Funkhauser and Anup Gilboa, and we're looking forward to their participating in this channel, this shout. So thank you. And I am Linda. No, I'm Spock. No, I'm not Spock. Oh, no. Wait, that's not logical. Oh, it doesn't matter, does it? So, welcome. So with that, I'd like to invite all of us to be present in this now moment, to breathe into this safe space that each of us creates with our breath. Breathe deeply, fully into our bodies, deeply flowing. And when you take the good deep breath, your body hears that you choose life, each of us. So with that, I invite you to breathe and feel with all that you are, senses, human and divine. Truly breathe and choose this experience. And as you breathe, the music will play, and I invite you to stay with the deep and conscious breath, breathing, allowing, and sensing. And as you breathe, invite Adamus Saint-Germain in close, if you choose. Breathe. Breathe with all that you are.
I am Adamus of Sovereign Domain. What was that? Welcome, dear friends. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for the beautiful music. Ah, let's take a deep breath as we get started. What a group here. What a group there. Ah, let's bring it all together, all of you out there, bringing it together with all of you here. And I'd like to open with a Chambre riddle. Yes, this is an easy one. Chamber riddle. But before the Chamber riddle, I have to ask probably a more pertinent question. Sandra, where is my coffee? <laughs> ah, as if almost on cue. Thank and what a divine cup I'm being served in today. No more of these plastic cups, no more of uh, these paper cups, but 
true elegance for a true master. So yes, it should yes. be. And as I heard said today, this is not Louisville, Colorado. Louisville. 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 Lou, like the kings, uh, and Ville, like the homes. Yes, yes. How fitting that we are here in Louisville. Yes, not Louisville. <laughs> so, a toast to each and every one of you. Ah, yes, watching in, sitting here in person. And what have we here? Nothing Spock. Special. Spock. Ah. Spock, yes. Ah, I have to take a moment here. Spock. Relax, Spock. Yes. That's not logical. Relax. <laughs> so I hear tell that the one who played, the one who acted as Spock, recently crossed over. And what do you think the essence of Spock experienced when this being crossed over, this being who had played the role, the being who got so caught up into the mind. What do you think Spock suddenly realized? He was God also. Hardly. <laughs> hardly, hardly, hardly. So when Spock, which is now part of consciousness oh, – there is a being called Spock in the other realms not just the one who played Spock, this dear Leonard, but there is a Spock in the other realms now. And when Spock crossed over, uh, it didn't make sense. It wasn't logical, this whole experience with crossing over, the whole experience with death. No, made no sense at all. And it threw the consciousness of dear Spock into a bit of a turmoil, and kind of thrown inside out, upside down didn't make sense, and as much as Spock tried to make logic of this thing of crossing over, it simply didn't. And as much as Spock tried to resist and tried to make sense and logic of it and tried to scorn this as being just a human experience of needless death, something did happen to Spock, portrayed by, of course, the actor, but something did happen. Spock realized that there is more than logic, much, much more than things that make sense. And particularly, Spock realized that Earth is by far the grandest of all planets anywhere. Of course. And for all of his condescendence about Earth and the human journeys, things which, of course, he never truly understood. And for all his looking down at the humans, he suddenly realized that it will never make sense. He didn't look down. He just didn't understand. Same difference. <laughs> he suddenly realized that ultimately there is no real logic in the universe. There also is no truth in the universe. He suddenly realized that there was something far, far grander, and that is the sensual experience of life, mm. something that can be experienced only on Earth to its fullest, only on Earth. 
And so what is Spock, the consciousness, doing right now? Celebrating. <laughs> Planning to incarnate. Yes, the, the consciousness of Spock, not, not the actor, but the consciousness of Spock to take physical form, to take the mind, but more than anything, to take the heart and the passion mm. that cannot be found on even the most intelligent of planets, because ultimately intelligence means nothing without the heart. So Spock, we welcome you to our gathering, and perhaps today you will learn something about human trials and tribulations, about human tragedies and comedies. Perhaps you'll learn something about the whole human experience that will eventually, my dear logical one, bring you to true enlightenment. I'm holding my breath. And coffee. And coffee, yes. So the riddle is, Shambram, the riddle is, what is here and what is missing? Mm. What is here, but also at the same time missing? It shouldn't take you that long to figure out. Dear Spock, Linda, whatever, uh, if you would, microphone please. We have uh, several questions. What is here and missing? Very simple. Uh, realization. Realization. Sure. Good. What's here and missing? Don't give that to her. <laughs> she didn't want it. <laughs> what is here and missing at the same time? Consciousness. Consciousness. Yeah. It's pretty obvious we don't have to belabor this question, this oh, point, good. but it's a great Chambra riddle. It's what's here and missing at the same time? Feeling, oh. passion, consciousness. I amness, I existness. It's here, but it's also missing. We're going to get into that today and help give you a little better, better understanding of how it can be here and missing at the same time. So let's take a good deep breath as we get into this day and our question, shout question of the day. Here we are, slightly over two months into this new year. Interesting year it will be. A year of a lot of different events. Uh, yeah, that's, you don't have to be a master to realize that. But a lot of a lot of chaos, a lot of commotion. Uh, t it'll be tiring to for most humans. Very, very tiring. So many things changing on this planet. And just when you thought, how could anything change more? It's going to change more. Absolutely. So the question is. <laughs> Yeah, time to get excited. The question is, in these past uh, month and, and a, two months and a week of time, what have your inner experiences been like? I want you to be aware. I want you to take a moment. Your inner experiences. Now, I don't want stories. I don't want a lot. I don't want any of that. I don't know. None of that. Ten words or less. And if you say, well, let's see. My inner experience as a Ben, you just used up most of your words, so let's cut to the chase, as they say. And the reason why I want to do this is because I want everyone here, whether you're sitting here in Louisville, whether you're watching in online, I want you to realize the similarities in what your experiences have been. Because there's a tendency to feel that you're alone. A tendency to feel that you're the only one going through these things. 
you're going through your own personal experiences, deep experiences, but there's also kindred spirits going through this with you. So, Linda, if you would, please, with a microphone, especially to the new ones. Yeah, break oh, them in. Oh, new ones? Break them in. Oh, oh. Uh, the <laughs> Summarize your inner experiences of, since the first of the year. Um, really personal and that I already know. Well, personal experiences would be personal. <laughs> that I already know. Good. That, that, you I, are... that I already know. I feel like I, the, what I want to know is really fleeting. It comes in, and then I want it to be something else, but when I get, at the end of the day, I knew it. Like, I already know. So Good, good. Like, good. I don't know why I want it to be a different answer, but. Sure. And part of the reason for that, because you Others uh, are starting to go timeless, and as you go timeless, it's a strange mixture of past and present, kind of past, uh, past and future, passing each other, sometimes briefly stopping and briefly kind of making sense or at least feeling settled in, but it's going to continue, that, that knowing, not knowing feeling. Can you be comfortable with that? Um, yeah, I can. Good, good. You don't have a choice, really. <laughs> it good is answer. what it is, yes. Good, thank you. Thank you. Okay, you're not new, but you are. Yeah. You had to see it coming. You were going to get that microphone no matter what. I tried to protect you. I know, thank you. Yeah, since the first of your inner experiences um, crazy, crazy, chaotic, okay. emotional, overwhelming. Yes. And then beautiful in seeing the gifts they've provided. Okay. Good. Will you make me one commitment to yourself? Yes. No more lessons. You don't need I all know, that crazy. Right? Yeah, right. I told, I, <laughs> right. Yes. 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 <laughs> I will. I will. Yes. yes. You don't need to have that craziness. And then, especially, do not try to make sense out of the craziness. Spock did that. But do not try to make sense out of it. That's, that's um, old. That's kind of awakening, even pre-awakening, that's kind of bordering on Machio. Try to say, well, here's what I was supposed to learn from that. <laughs> like that. No, 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 no. Because you're going to get yourself into a pattern of more and more, well, I need more lessons, and you don't. Here's what's happening. Okay. Just as with the gentleman before you, the, 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 the past and the future are, are going sideways now, and they're, they're meeting each other, they're dancing with each other, they're spitting on each other, they're playing with each other, and it won't make sense, Spock. It won't make sense. That was in the mid-60s. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see you exactly dressed for the um, 2015 right now. This doesn't look 2015? You just said it was mid-60s. When Spock went by that. But isn't, that's a good point. I'm glad you bring it up. Isn't there still a lot of attachment to the old? Uh, I don't care if it's whether it's with Jesus or Buddha or Spock. Not that they're in the same category necessarily. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. For her, yeah. Trekker yeah, is Jesus a trekker. Jesus and yeah, didn't rate quite so high. Spock's way up there. That's another interesting thing. It's a time of, you know, you have cherished beliefs. So you got your, your statues uh, on your altar at home or on your inner altar. And almost afraid to let go. And yes, honoring, honoring, uh, that's great. But you're going to find those attachments uh, changing. And 
Expect it, uh, uh, accept it, allow it. Uh, the things that you've held on to are going to change in their relevance and in your connection with them. They're not going to go away, but if you've had a deep connection to, well, me, <laughs> even that's going to change. That's going to change. Okay, let's keep going. Experiences, inner experiences since first of the year. Huge, intense, multidimensional, and yes. wonderful. Yeah, good. How about physical? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> my, my body is going crazy. Yeah. But, uh, okay, not Why? crazy like, okay. Uh, no, it is going crazy like. Uh, it's the same difference, body and mind, really, essentially the same. Uh, yes, okay, it's like, it's. Trans Does it feel weird to be on camera with all your friends watching and, and you're on like worldwide <laughs> and multi-dimensional? Does that feel weird? A, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. You see what I just did? Distraction. Yeah. Because you yeah. why you were going to go mental on me and and I didn't want that. I want you to share what body. What's going on with the body? It's like like transforming. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Does it hurt? Sometimes. Yes. Yeah. And are you trying to control it with your with your yeah, brain stuff? Pretty yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. And it doesn't work, does it? It doesn't at ah, all. Ah, you see, mm -hmm. you're not the only. You're not the only. No, you're one not the only ones. That's been going through me. this, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Good. And uh, so the rest of your experience, uh, inner experience, have you had any like um, what I call uh, curtain opening moments? In other words, ah. <gasps> Just suddenly. Absolutely. Good. Yes. Yes. Like revealing something about so deep within yourself, mm -hmm. and and then you have a hard time explaining it to other people. I quit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you don't have a hard time. You just quit. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I, I quit trying to explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't work, does it? It doesn't work. It's actually. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh. It's actually. It's actually. Oh, you're gorgeous. So, <laughs> okay, attention up here. Uh, <laughs> it, it, you've tried to explain to your friends, your family, even to others that uh, kind of chambre. Uh, it doesn't really work. And in a way, that's good because for right now, for right now, I'd rather have, have you have that inner radiance, kind of keep it to yourself, feel it for yourself. The minute you start blurting it out, and then it doesn't work so well, and you get tangled up in words, and then you get frustrated, and you feel like a fool, and then everybody's like looking at you like, hmm, okay. And then you're like, God, why do I do that? I just keep my mouth, yeah, just. We're going to a place where it is true charisma radiating from inside you, emanating from within you rather than like that. Yeah. That's how you're going to hear yourself in the future. You're going to look back on yourself now and go, it was just going like that. Well, it was, there was nothing coming out. And you're just going to stand there as the master that you are, hmm, or, or not. Like, even just like, yeah, but just in your charisma. Okay, that's where we're going. Thank you. A couple more. Inner experience. Uh, 
difficult to explain. It's already been said. <laughs> good, good. Uh, high, low, uh, dark light. Mm, probably a bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Sort of a mixture. Yeah. Never really the same thing. Could I ask you a question? Hmm. You should always say no to that. <laughs> well, I can't really say no. You're going to ask me anyway, right? So, have you personally felt kind of numb? Um, a numbness? Yeah, I have from time to time. Yeah, and kind of wondering why. What is that? What is that? I'm brain numb and body numb and sensitivity feeling numb. Yeah. Uh, and, and at other times feeling so open that you wished you were numb. That too. That too. So that's uh, to my point. You got all this going on, and, and there is a time of numbness. Like there's certain days where you're just like, God, where is the anything? I just feel like a, a rock. And it's just, and I'm not getting excited about anything. I don't even want to think about sex or food or anything. And I just. That was funny, by the way. <laughs> oh, not with this group. Okay, now some of you are laughing online. This group, you tell a sex joke, huh? Hi. Oh yeah, I remember that was uh, back in the '60s with Spock. With logical sex. <laughs> Spock having sex. <laughs> Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> Let's do that one more time. Thank you for sharing that with us, by the way. Spock having sex. With who? <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> My dear, you are the one that dressed up. You're the one acting the part it's I'm only sorry, uh, being the so straight man to, to, to my mastery sorry, sorry. so at times feeling <laughs> really numb that you wouldn't even laugh at a good sex joke much less a spike <laughs> joke other times feeling so raw so raw i mean that everything just the sound of a, a a bee close by is disturbing even a butterfly close by is just too intense, colors intense and everything. What's happening with this? Numb one day, oversensitive the next. What's happening with this? New energy? Yeah, well, <laughs> yes and no. It's all new energy. Yes, uh, but what's happening, I'll explain in a moment. I'm setting myself up for my perfect explanation, so that's oh. all I'm doing. Sorry for messing my up. My future is coming into the present for a you know, perfect uh, integration. But these things are happening. Yeah. Good. And be comfortable with it. Don't try to make sense out of it, a logic out of it. Don't try to control it. Huh? There are a lot of good controllers in here, but don't try to control it. Thank you. Are you enjoying this gathering so far? It's better than watching it on the video camera. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Did you like watching it on the video camera? All right. Yeah, it was okay. This yeah. is better, but right. you know, it was all right. That's okay. Thank you yeah. for better being here. Okay. Good. Thank you for cooperating with Adamus. Yes. Next. Yeah. So I've been feeling. Uh, so I've been feeling. Oh, okay. How many words is that? You're done. Am I Thank done? Thank you. Yay! All right. Um, I, 
disentangling uh, myself from mass consciousness's perception of life. Yes. And my own inner trappings with that and identity with it as well. Yes. And uh, allowing myself to be frustrated with it, and that's okay. Right. So. What did you say? <laughs> was that all mumbling? I'm sorry. I was hearing, kind of. I want you to get to, get to right here. Go in the house, if you know what I mean. You do. Yeah. I do. Letting go of uh, yeah, no, ideas about how life is supposed to be lived and just living it. Yeah, it sounds kind of sleepy. I uh, have been sleeping. I've been <laughs> really now sleeping. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, I've been sleeping a ton. And why, tired. why, why, why? Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. See, after we get through this, all this surface stuff. Why have you been sleeping? What's been happening? Well, I get inspired, and I reach out to people I feel are engaged or at least interested in what I have in to In your say. sleep? No, no, in, in my, in my okay. waking life, right? Let's talk about your sleep. Okay, what am I doing in my sleep? Yeah, yeah. Uh, None of your business. <laughs> it's, it's active, but it's, uh, it's nothing too fantastic. It's kind of near-realm stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, but I feel what like is happening? Why, why are you sleeping a lot? What's, what's really going on here? I feel uh, limited, unstimulated. Okay. Uh, I, I, could I give you my perspective on well, it? Well, I, I would like you to. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> Sleep. Uh, it doesn't really matter right now. Even dream states are going to be so different and sometimes just boring. So, a lot of times right now, old stuff is coming into your dream states, and a lot of times it's just like those dreams just go on and on and on and on and don't really make sense, and you'd like a good sexy dream once in a while, but it's just not there. And The sleep is so important for all of you right now when, when it calls, and uh, changing sleep patterns, but you're going through intense changes. It's a time for your body and your mind to kind of be quiet. It's the uh, kind of a renovation time renovating yeah. the house as they say yes yeah yes good good thank you uh -huh. okay one more what's been happening since the first oh my year God, she raised inner her feelings hand. and perspectives yes um, so I've been on a spiritual journey. I know. I'm not even going to – we're not going to count the things. Okay. okay. I okay. just um, – I'm counting. For like four years, yes. I changed my life. I stopped being a Christian, the best thing that's ever happened oh, to me. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't talk <laughs> How, to my parents I, could about I ask it. A, could I ask a question? <laughs> How does one stop being a Christian? Are you – Do you just sign a paper? I'm no longer a Christian. Well, it's a big deal. Right. I, I held on to it for another 10 or 15 years beyond – it's a huge deal. Why? Because that's how we grew up. Yeah. And, 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 but to be but a Christian in the first place, what did you have to do? Qualify. in Christ and do all the things that What believe in Christ? I mean, what, what it's like, what's there not to believe in? Well, I, I don't mean, know. Was, I grew okay. up that way, and I, we were ingrained. It was hard to give up. Um, so yes, it this, is, by the I've way. I've been on this journey for mm -hmm. four years. Yes. And is this another Christian journey? No, I don't think so. But I, I feel like, okay, so this is my question. We'll get there. I have tried so hard to be divine inside. Yeah. And I'm in chronic pain. Sure. And I don't know if, like, why is it physically coming out that way? I'm trying to be so. You said it. 
You, you right before Why you said you're I, in chronic pain. I am trying so hard not to be in chronic pain. But, but I'm you are so trying hard so divine. hard for your divinity. It's nothing about trying hard, well, my why dear. Why does it come out in pain? Because you're trying so hard, because you're still carrying around the old Christ. Get Christ, get Jesus off the cross. Right. Yeah. And yourself. It hurts being up there. But it I really don't get does. Why the pain I has tried it one I'm time. trying, like, you would have thought years ago when I was living in this bondage yes. of beliefs. Right. And. Um, I, stop right there. Okay. Are you not now? I thought I wasn't. <laughs> well, I just some of these the things pain. go so deep. You said it, and, and that's what I love about you, all of you. You say it, but you don't realize it. What's, it's right here, but it's missing. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Not Jesus. <laughs> you said it. It's right here, but you're missing it. I'm working so hard at my divinity. Why? This isn't a Christian church here. <laughs> this isn't a synagogue. This isn't a mosque. But, okay, we don't but try now hard. But I know what I you want. You didn't hear what I said, and, and that's so indicative. Oh. <laughs> we, uh, we, we don't work at it. We don't work at our divinity, our enlightenment, our realization, because it's natural. It's only when one considers it unnatural do they work at it. When they don't consider themselves worthy, then they work at it. When you, <laughs> when you stop working at all of it, including fighting your own beliefs, okay. including fighting yourself and Christianity and everything else, when you simply allow, my dear, when you just allow, It'll be like a, a storm, a torrential hurricane storm coming over you at first, okay. but to clear you. That's all. And you don't work against the storm, and you don't try to figure the storm out. Why did Jesus send the storm? And all the rest of that, you just allow. Because this thing of realization is absolutely natural. Your body, your body wants to have this. Uh, but, but in a way, there's still a resistance because of old implants that say, no, the body, it's not, oh, ooh, the body does bad things. I mean, mm. it fornicates and it um, does yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, it does all those things. So, the, so you have all these things and you're trying to figure them out. You're trying to make logic of them. You don't have to. So if you choose right now in this moment, you can stop all the trying, all the effort, all the what am I doing wrong? Not a thing. What's here and what's missing at the same time? What's here is the natural state of realization, divine human. What's missing is you allowing it. Stop thinking. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm so serious. Okay. You, you, the, this isn't the path anymore. Uh, you came along a path up to a point. No path. Okay. No path. It's just you receiving. Well, I've been doing the I exist every morning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, I'm going to challenge you on that. You told us to do it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and stand up. But I hear you doing the I exist. And then you add things onto it, my dear. I hear you. Oh, my I, God. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> It is about the I exist is just that. I exist. Shut up. 
No more, yeah, yeah, yeah. I exist to be abundant. I exist because that's it. I exist. Oh, wow. That's it. I exist. And until you feel that and you're having a absolute mental, physical, spiritual orgasm all over the place, you, don't, you haven't gotten it yet. You're, you're, I exist because today's sunny. I exist because shut up. <laughs> You know, you know exactly yeah, what I yeah. mean. So I add to it every single day. Absolutely, and at least get Lyme exists because I used to be a Christian and I still am. What? I, I exist. I listen sometimes. I scream. Don't do that. <laughs> I exist. Okay. 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 I exist, wow. and until until you absolutely it it shakes in your body and tremors in your mind and you feel it like a like an absolute sensual orgasm, stop all the other crap with it. It's, I exist. I exist. It's too simple for you, maybe. What's here and what's missing? I exist. It's here. But you're missing it because you have to uh, put all these things, other things on it. I exist. And then it becomes a feeling. It's not logical. It's not, doesn't make sense in a very crazy world. But once you get it, once you feel it, that's it. You're home. One more. I do watch, by the way. I, I don't, I don't, not your private, private moments, but, <laughs> but you know, just, well, a few. And <laughs> I have no means of recording, uh, but. But I'm working on it. <laughs> okay. Spock orgasm. Okay. Yes. There were two, two tough months. Two tough months? Yes. Why? For the body, to uh, cocking, uh, yes. the nose, even yes. the ears, the eyes. Yes. The stomach. Uh, let's stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, something different. Yes. Like uh, you cannot, like I cannot recognize the reaction of my body like before. Yeah. I don't want to know what's and going also, on though. Go ahead. Don't let me interrupt. Also, but I want to mind. know what's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. In the mind, also too much, very much tension, and also the tendency in the relations with others to to. Reject them. To, yeah. uh, Could I really go right straight in here? Yes. Yeah, thank you. You should say no. But <laughs> <laughs> have you had some overwhelming fears, uh, particularly in the last couple of months? Deep, deep fears, uh, unexplainable. Oh, like uh, not darkness, not like uh, afraid of the the dark kind of thing, but fears that you've never quite felt that deep before. Yes, it's true. Anybody else? Yes. Of where does that come from? I mean, there's day to day fears. There's the thing you know, but you worry about money, you worry about your health, you worry about. You know your ex-wife and ex-husband, those type of things, uh, or what you're going to do to your ex-wife and ex-husband. <laughs> but I'm talking about a fear 
that's so different, so personal, and, and so overwhelming, and you wonder, where is that coming from? And there's almost a tendency then to shut yourself down, because you could manage the old, the day-to-day crap fears, you know, the, just the regular stuff that comes up, and even your phobias. I'm not looking at anybody, but even your phobias and fears, you know, you realize that was kind of manageable. But here, a fear that comes in that is so personal. You don't even know how to handle it. Just, I was just taking a guess. Was like all the phobias and all the fears come together. Yes. And the mind tried to figure out what is about, but no, no chance. Yeah. Good. Could I give you a hug? Yes. Ah no, I miss I miss my old land. Hmm. Thank you. Transylvania. Thank you. Mm. Oh, an amazing place. Amazing. Going through a lot of its own transformations. Thank you for being here. Thank you. You're going to bring something very, very special back with you. So, my friends, why do I ask these questions to the annoyance of some? <laughs> because I want you to feel, I want you to hear that what you think is just yours. Others are going through. That should tell you something. That we're going through this changeover, makeover process. We're going into something, but it does have its challenges. It doesn't make sense. It's not logical. You want to fight it and control it. You want to work at it, but you can't. You shouldn't have to. First of all, you, the human, should not have to take responsibility for all this. Kind of like you didn't create it. No, you really didn't. In, in a in a very interesting way. You don't need to work at it. It is so natural. It's just there. And I see you all of you working away at it. And just take a deep breath. We're going to have a nice non-working mirab session in a little bit. But just take a deep breath. You know, enlightenment. I prefer the word now, realization, is a puzzle with only one piece. It's a puzzle with only one piece, but yet the adept working their way feels like it's this, uh, this very challenging maze, kind of like a labyrinth that they have to go through, and like they're being tested by spirit and put through all the rigors to see if they're worthy. And all the time asking yourself, that's, that's who's really, that's this spirit that you're putting up there and saying, am I worthy? And what, do, what test do I have to pass? It's just you. We can cut through a lot of that right now, a lot of that, uh, the self-testing and this, am I worthy enough, and if I'm strong enough, and if I'm light enough. We can just cut through a lot of that by just saying, let's cut through a lot of it. <laughs> Like just placing our consciousness beyond that, beyond the old Christian Jesus or whatever you happen to have in your way, beyond having to prove yourself to yourself. Let's be done with that. You'll never get there. 
you absolutely will never get there. And knowing a lot, or all of the Ascended Masters as I do, they tried. They tried making sense out of it. They tried figuring it out. They tried testing themselves over and over and over again until they collapsed out of exhaustion or death or both and realized all I had to do was put my consciousness in the realization. And then it was there. And it was there. And step out of the way, allow it to come. Yes. Things will change in your life. Your body is going to hurt. I would go so far as to say that the time of the greatest body hurting is going to be kind of like right about now. We're just coming into the um, astrological, your body's going to hurt like hell cycle. Uh, and it's going to last probably to mid-late summer. Well, that's not so bad. <laughs> oh, piece of cake. And, and that's appropriate that your body's going to hurt. Because it's going through changes. Some of you have gotten very, very ill because your body's going through changes. It's not, it's not betraying you. It's not trying to tell you anything. It hurts more when you start worrying, what am I doing wrong? What lesson is there? And you start pulling up a lot of old beliefs and old junk. And, and your body's still going to go through the ba same basic transformation is just more resistance on it. And that's what you're feeling. Why all the pain? Because of all the resistance. It's pretty, pretty easy. So you take a deep breath and you just realize, ah, this physical being that's been kind of the source of a lot of bad feelings, bad thoughts, uh, you, know, you even consider it kind of a bad aspect. and. You have kind of a strange relationship. Well, sure, it's going to be in some pain going into the integration because it's trying to shed all the stuff that's been placed on it. So, your body's going to be in pain, your mind's going to be in chaos. All this stuff is going to be going on. And that's okay. It's actually kind of cool. I'll show you in a minute. But this thing about enlightenment, it's really just a puzzle with one piece. It's not difficult to figure out, unless you start trying to figure it out, making logic, making sense, figuring out what the path is, and putting all this other mental stuff. And I see all of you doing it nearly every day. That's when you take a deep breath. Well, this is a natural occurrence, the realization. It's going to happen. But the more you resist, the more you try to figure it out, and do all sorts of strange ceremonies and other things around it, the more it's going to hurt. Where we are going, Chambra, what we are going to be doing during, let's say, the rest of my stay, and stop predicting when I'm going to leave. <laughs> it's a great Chambra drama. How long is Adamus going to be here? Well, until we've got about five that really have a realization. Uh, so, where we're going to go, what we're going to be doing, kind of entering into our next phase, you could say. Three things. And uh, Spock, can you write Spock? Or do you just think and it shows up on the screen? Can, 
Can it's you... up to you. <laughs> okay. Just... Dear Adamus, you are the one that tells us to dress up, play roles, and then you play with me like this? It's a, yes, acting. Aren't you happy of all the attention? Uh, uh, the like, see, playful, bad attention is better the than The playfulness. The playfulness. And you realize that next month, half of everybody here is going to come dressed up as somebody. No, they're just they admire you. Like, oh gosh, Linda gets dressed up as dead people. Oh, isn't that great? Who told us to dress up? <laughs> we love it. We love it, don't we? Yes. Okay. Spock's partner having sex. What? <laughs> No rest for the wicked. Good. I'm even amusing Calder today. Normally he's panicky. So, <laughs> where we're going? Three things. Uh, you can write it or you can think it. Let's put it up on the board here, so those who don't hear the words can at least see the pictures. <laughs> so, first, consciousness. Ah, uh, you're going to get sick of the word consciousness. Calder even wrote a word, an article about consciousness. That's a tough word, and yes, there are better words for it. You want uh, that on the board? Consciousness. Got can it. you spell it? Yes. Can That's you? a hard one to spell, especially no, it's not. when somebody's talking and you're trying to write and you're being trying to be logical and you're frustrated with me and then you misspell it. You forget the other s. So, I didn't my friends, I was trying to make room for it. That's not right. <laughs> you are so bad. Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> no logic. Can't even spell. <laughs> so, consciousness. You can go to the next page or erase or do whatever. Consciousness is going to be so important. Consciousness is simply awareness, realization, but at a level. You couldn't have imagined before in your logical mind. Consciousness, the awareness that goes into every level, every realm, not just awareness of facts and figures. That is rather meaningless. Not just awareness that there's a person sitting next to you. That's obvious. But consciousness, awareness uh, that we'll get into in a moment, uh, but of things so much richer. More fulfilling. So consciousness, awareness. It's the I exist. And I know some of you say, Oh, yeah, I get it. I exist. Uh, no, you don't get it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be saying it anymore. You would just be so radiant, charismatic. Logical. Yes. I exist is not a mantra to be said over and over to bore yourself. You bore yourself in other ways. You don't need another way to bore yourself. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> Chamber sex. <laughs> that is not funny. That's not funny. You're naughty. <laughs> you do have to laugh once in a while. The greatest, greatest thing about humans uh, in, in this planet is the ability to laugh, to have humor. There is such 
conflict, uh, but somewhere along the lines, humans turned it into a humor, laughter, or soap opera is one of the two. But uh, it, this this conflict, this uh, this challenge, uh, it can actually be pretty amusing at times when you could laugh at yourself. Uh, then that's that's mastery, consciousness, awareness, but not thinking awareness, awareness where actually there is almost no active thought. Awareness so that there are no words any longer, no need for words, no need for definition, uh, any of that. That is consciousness. And then the Master learns after that state of true awareness, then how to communicate it. And we're going to be going there more and more about Communication. Now, communication is an interesting thing, because as I'm talking here and communicating, you're hearing the words, uh, especially if you speak English. If you don't, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what the real communication going on here? Ah, the real communication is in the eyes, yes, is in the gestures. But actually, the real communication is coming from a very deep connection. Everything else is kind of a distraction. Uh, you know, you think you're hearing words or seeing something, or or feeling the touch or something. That's uh, only a portion. The real communication is taking place at a different level. And as I'm here with you, doing such a uh, elegant job in distracting you. And uh, by the way, it's a bit chilly in here. It's freezing. It's freezing. You see that other distraction? I really don't care because I'm I don't have a body. But uh, little distraction. Oh, it's so good. So where was I? Yeah, communicating. You don't remember, do you? Communicating. I'm up here distracting and double distracting. I can go about five or six layers deep with distraction with humans before they pass out. What's really happening right now is you communicating with you. What's here and what's missing. It's the Chambre riddle. Yes, uh, T-shirts. I can see them. <laughs> so can some of you. You communicating with you. I want you to be conscious. I want you to be aware of – I just want to sit here and yeah. – Oh. I want you to be aware of how you're communicating with you while I'm distracting you. That's the real benefit of our gatherings when we get together like this. You're, you're analyzing what I'm saying, or you're thinking about what I'm saying, or, but you're really drifting off. Do you realize that you're about maybe 6% of your attention span is here, and the rest is in some sort of mess in here? And I say some sort of mess because – no, I don't mean that negative. <laughs> But it is pretty funny. <laughs> it's in this kind of thing going on, and you're trying to figure stuff out, and oh, and then you're having flashbacks of something, and thinking of what you didn't do and what you're going to do, and this this whole mechanism, this kind of um, Rube Goldbergish kind of weird contraption that's happening inside. With so about 94 percent of the time we've been here together today, it's you got all this stuff going on. Every once in a while, yeah, Adamus is talking. Oh, he's going to do a sex shtick again. Okay, good, good. 
I really? won't do it anymore. <laughs> what would you tell me? How does uh, what do you call these beings from your planet? Vulcans. Vulcans. Come on up here. Oh yeah. And every seven years, whether they need it or not. Yeah. So how does a Vulcan have sex? I don't know anymore. I'm so fully evolved. You just have sex like a monkey. As a human or as a Vulcan? I'm half Vulcan, half human. Okay. Show us how Vulcan and human uh, have sex. Jeff couldn't handle that. <laughs> Funny. Funny, Jeff's not here right now. Oh, but he'd hear about it. <laughs> I could make him forget. For you couldn't handle it either. Hundreds, hundreds of years. You yeah. couldn't handle it yeah. either. <laughs> okay. How about like this? How about no, 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 turn around. A side shot. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how they have sex. Uh, how about just. Oh, that's a good reason to be. She's uh, not even smiling after that one. <laughs> not, e not even a ah. It was just like that did not make sense. Oh. We'll try again later. <laughs> okay, consciousness. Uh, yes, where's that? Where's that word on the board? I want it to stand out. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Consciousness. That's where we're going. Consciousness, awareness. I exist. This isn't just another discipline. It's not another practice. It is everything. Consciousness is everything. It is. I've told groups recently. It's not the universe out there with a little dot of. It's not like. <laughs> I don't want to bring attention to her writing, but I'm going to pretend this screen is the universe. Pretend this screen is the universe, the physical universe. Not like there's a little. Dot of consciousness in there. <laughs> it's not like there's a little dot of consciousness inside. Make a little tiny dot there, just a little dot. Yeah, inside a big universe. But that's the way people, you, mostly others, not so much you anymore. But that's the way people live. They're like here I am in this big universe, and they don't even call it consciousness. But here I am, big universe. I'm just a little speck. Do you realize that's the basis, the belief that it's a bigger belief than Jesus? It's just I'm just this little thing ha happening inside a great big thing, and I don't know where I'm going to go with this, but uh, we'll see where the thing wants to take me. That's kind of the consciousness of people. Are you warmer now? Yes. Are you too hot? No, okay. not yet. Yeah, good. <laughs> Let's flip that around. Consciousness is everything, and in that, in that everything of consciousness, there's a little tiny, tiny, tiny spot called the universe. Yeah, and that big consciousness. I'm not talking about you and billions of other people and billions of alien beings and a few Vulcans and the rest of that. I'm talking about you. You're the whole screen. And inside that screen is a little bit of universe, but a lot of other things. What's here and what's also missing? Consciousness. Consciousness. And unfortunately, or perhaps fortunately, but unfortunately, 
you cannot think your way into consciousness. Do you know that? Uh, and, well, you don't, because you've been trying. You cannot think your way into consciousness. It can only be experienced. So we're going to be going there, and we're going to be, as uh, Calder came up with one of his um, marketing things, uh, it's going to be applied consciousness. We're not going to talk too much about consciousness, because otherwise it goes mental. We will be applying consciousness. Yes, thank you. (laughs) But in doing so, you're going to go through a lot of challenges. A, you're going to try to think your way through it. You're going to try to make logic of it. I'm going to wrestle you down to the ground and try to get you out of your mind and into yourself, into yourself. Applied consciousness, because where consciousness is applied, there comes life. Now, I want you to feel – you'll do a little bit of thinking – but I want you to feel, where has your consciousness been? Applied consciousness, that, that creates reality. Where has it been? Not your thoughts. There's a huge difference between thoughts and consciousness. That's why I started out asking you today, what's been the inner feeling or journey these past uh, couple of months? And a lot of you started into your thoughts. What have you felt? Have you felt the grip of deep fear? I hope so. No, I really hope so. Because once you start allowing that, that means you're opening up. Yeah, it's scary, but then it's amazing because, oh, that fear, that overwhelming darkness, it feels like a, feels like a big magnet, a magnet of darkness pulling you in. And first of all, you realize, yeah, I'm alive, <laughs> because you feel that so intensely. And secondly, something amazing happens when you get to that point. I'm just going to allow it, because it is all mine. It is all mine. In other words, there's not some boogeyman, uh, demons, devils, Satan, or anything else. Can you allow yourself – can you be in such a place of grace? I I don't care. That fear magnet can pull me right in because it's all mine. It's all just part of the act, part of the experience. We're going to be going into consciousness in a very applied, but a very non-mental way. Where you place consciousness is your reality. And I'm not talking about trivial things like making yourself five years younger or losing ten pounds or any of that. That is child's play. Some of that is deliberate distraction, some of it's non-intentional distraction, it's child's play, as is the alchemy, the old consideration of alchemy that I'm going to turn stone into gold. I'm so glad that we learned that trick a long time ago, how to get rid of those who are not truly interested in realization. They're interested in just playing the human game, and that, that's all in, in rather a uh, kind of a devious way. So we get rid of them with those distractions. We are going to go into applied consciousness, into whole new worlds. Second, and very important, and you may want some help with spelling this, um, perhaps a new, a new page. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Don't work at it. Just what? 
It keeps doing this weird thing. <sighs> I'm coming, I'm coming. Next. <laughs> so logical. <laughs> One Vulcan is going to help the other Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will reveal here. I will reveal something never told and very deeply personal. They knew each other in what you call another planet, another place, an alien place. We're good buddies, good friends. They're both relatively new here to this planet and still kind of trying to figure out. So there's a bond, a, a kind of a Spock or Spook bond <laughs> going on. Am I right or what? Thank yeah. you, his wife says. <laughs> yes, damn it. <laughs> and let's bring the temperature down just a little bit. Okay, now we're going to play temperature today. Okay, did you have to ask him how to spell <laughs> the next word? Oh, we don't know the next word. The next word, very important. Uh, we've talked about it in Kihak, and it will become even more and more important part of your vocabulary and will allow you to have richness and joy in life. And, A-N-D, and. <laughs> it's an A and D. And it's going to be so important in what we're doing, because you're going to realize that your body can be in pain, and it's not. And you can be having an, uh, other amazing experiences. You're not singular anymore. You can be logical and absolutely sensual. You can be in the grips of this magnetic fear and sitting beside a lake, watching the butterflies and singing songs and, and enjoying a bottle of wine. Now, humans are – are you getting bored? Hardly. Good, good. <laughs> humans – How about annoyed? <laughs> yeah, humans, and you know this about humans. Humans are singular. Are you annoyed and what else? Charmed. I see it. I absolutely see it, yes. Annoyed and so in love with Spock. <laughs> and, oh, so simple. But if you went out and tried to explain it to others, they would just kind of look at you. But we're going to be, you're going to be living the and life, meaning you could be having a bad day. And equally a good day. Now, that does not make sense. That is not logical. Actually, that does. Ah, <laughs> that does. That does not make sense, but it absolutely is natural. Isn't that the funny thing? You know, humans get into this um, very singular thing, and they get more and more boxed in and boxed in, and actually they work at being more configured. Humans work at being more configured in their mind, in their body, and their actions and their thoughts. Oh, it's exhausting because you try to control your thoughts and your body and everything about your life. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You try to control everything. You become configured. Uh, another, that's a nice word for hypnotized, uh, controlled, controlling yourself. Uh, you become so calculated in everything that you squeeze life out of life. Worse than that, you take consciousness out of consciousness. 
what's here and what's missing at the same time? Consciousness, life itself. It's here. It's all here. We're not going anyplace. Not going anyplace. We're just realizing that it's here and it's not here. And that's what the Master knows. <laughs> the Master doesn't suddenly have realization that ends um, their own stupidity, their own uh, innocence, their own vulnerability. Doesn't it suddenly have this realization that gives them all the intelligence in the world? No, no. They're going to be and. They're intelligent and stupid. They're vulnerable and they're so open. And now, typically, you'll think of uh, typically a human thinks very, very linear, and you, they throw in a little salt and pepper, a little duality into their linearity, into their focus, just enough to keep it from being so deadly boring. So they throw in a little bit of duality, a little light, a little dark, a little pleasure, a little pain, a little good, a little bad. So the next level of, of um, consciousness after a singularity is just a little bit of this duality. They don't go beyond that. There's nothing beyond duality, most people would think. Nothing beyond black and white, up and down. That's it. Do you realize that that is probably the outer limits of consciousness? Oh. Outer limits. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's sort of the outer limits of consciousness, but we're going to the twilight zone. <laughs> oh! Did that for her. Oh, you're singing my song. You want to have sex? No, most humans. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, shameless. Can you imagine or feel for a moment not just singularity and not just duality, but actually and 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 and. What's beyond duality? One would say. What's beyond dark and light? My dear friends, there are worlds. There are worlds beyond. Duality is just kind of like the, the basic programming code of this reality. But there are other realities that need no code, that need no programming. The beautiful thing is it can be experienced here, and you can be singular at the same time. Imagine for a moment all these attributes and the amazing ability to be innocent, Naive, stupid almost, and to know everything. Amazing. Amazing. That's where we're going to go, and. So we're not really going to enlightenment. That would be very singular. No. It's about and. And. You can be, you can be that human and absolute master. It's beautiful because you realize suddenly the act. Uh, of yourself is no longer limited to, well, the act of yourself. <laughs> it's the and. Now, it's going to feel uncomfortable at first, and some of you in Kihak have had just a glimpse of it. 
it'd be a little uncomfortable at first because the mind is not used to it. The mind says, follow that path, do this thing, or go to sleep. Uh, but it's not used to multi. It's not used to and. So what do you do when you get uncomfortable? Oh, yeah, and I'm uncomfortable, and I'm realizing, and damn, it's really hard on my body, and it's not really, huh. and I don't have a body, and I have a light body. Now, one would basically say, it's kind of schizophrenic. So, by the way, <laughs> do not tell your therapist about this. Please. Not a word. This is just between us. <laughs> it seems a little fragmented, but it's not. It's not at all. Suddenly you realize that there was a reason in the first place for being able to create aspects, not to chase them away, but to create them. And you can start living in this beautiful combination, multidimensional, aspected, logical uh, way of being. No longer confined to just that. I mean, not that that's bad, you know. Uh, and I, I do like your shirt, but and uh, it's multi-you, multi-you. Now that brings up a very interesting question. Oh, I get. And I'll go to my question. That brings up an interesting question. You're going to say, "Well, what is truth? What is reality?" And there is no truth. There, there is none. Stop searching for truth. It, it doesn't work. Uh, there, there's no meaning in life. Sorry, there's no truth, because it all becomes the truth. There's no single truth in the core of the universe hidden away somewhere. There's not. The truth is, it's all truth. Now, if you want to really say, but, but where do I find my base, my balance? Uh, it's so chaotic, I have to find that, that comfortable place every once in a while. I exist. That's it. That's it. And the rest is and. We're going to be experiencing and. You will absolutely be uncomfortable, and, you, and you'll probably be a little upset with me, uh, as happens from time to time. <laughs> because you can say, I didn't realize it was going to be so crazy. I'll tell you right now, it's going to be a little crazy and fun uh, and so different in a lot of ways. And you could still show up as the average person at the supermarket, and they won't bother you. They, they probably won't even see you. You realize you can just be human. You could just still have fun at the human act, and at the same time, you'd be walking through the grocery store, and the fruits and vegetables are talking to you. Oh, they already are. That's a different problem. But <laughs> and you go through the grocery store, and, and you can be hungry. You can be – I've seen a few of you eating at the grocery store. And I'm not talking from these – your samplers, but I'm talking just grabbing food and eating it. But you can go through the grocery – I saw – and you can go through the grocery store, and you can just eat energetically and be hungry at the same time. Now, you would say, no, if I'm hungry, I have to satisfy, I have to eat. No, no, you can do both. You know, eating and being hungry is kind of an interesting cocktail, uh, because eating and still being hungry, you still have that sensual feeling. Okay, I'm getting off track. So, <laughs> and, uh, and, and third, very important here, 
in our work, yeah, our joy that we're going to be doing together. We have consciousness. We have and. And then finally, very important element is the synchronous or syncing it all together, uh, putting it together. Now, good analogy, good metaphor. Most of you now have a laptop and a desktop and a mobile phone and a tablet and all these different and what other devices, GPSs and uh, the, your watches and the new watches. You have all these devices. The hell of it is, they're all they're not really in phase. They're not synced. Isn't that one of the big frustrations? Is is syncing them? You said synchronous. That's not even a word. Maybe it is. N O U S. Fine, whatever. Yes. So Spock is not always so logical. <laughs> so, so my dear friends. So. Synchronous. Now, using the, the analogy to your, all of your devices, uh, they get out of sync, and then you get mad at them, and then you get mad at who manufactured them and who made the software, and it's like, Jesus, can't anybody – there we go with Jesus again – can't anybody put – why do they use Jesus like that? Jesus. It's almost a curse word now. Jeez. Jeez. And then they get dressed up, and they come to our shouts as Jesus and, and Mary Magdalene. Jeez. And uh, master every month. Synchronous, bringing it together. Another word for it would be integration. Integration, mm -hmm. but I kind of like synchronous. So here we have this situation with your mobile devices. They're all out of sync. The calendars don't work together, and your contact and your databases and everything else. Isn't it really just indicative of humans? It's really actually the simplest fix in the world. I'm surprised that. They make such a big deal out of it uh, that they, they can't just figure it out like that. But oh, they got all this software and you got to buy. Then you have to buy a synchronizing device to synchronize your other device, and that device doesn't sync very well with the others. And then you call for customer support and they say, Well, yes, you bought our synchronous device, but you need to get rid of all of your other devices. Then you're like, But I don't have any devices. And then they say, Then you're in sync. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, but I don't have my other devices. Well, what's more important, all your crap you carry around or being in sync? In sync with nothing, you'll say. I'd say, I don't have it. What's there to sync anymore? Ah, oh, we solved your problem. Yes, yeah. And you can have your devices. You can have your crap, actually, in realization, in enlightenment. You can have your crap, and it can all be in sync or out of sync. It doesn't matter. It's where you're going to put your consciousness. None of it is, is uh, what you call uh, eternal or, or, or fixed, because you can be out of sync one day. You know, imagine being such the master. You don't care if you're out of sync. You don't care if you've got all these fragments and aspects and unrealized self and all this. Wow, that's kind of fun today, playing out of sync. Because you know then the moment you apply your consciousness, applied consciousness, you just say, oh yeah, now I'm going to go back into integration, being in sync. That's the fun of it. It's not actually really very much fun if you're always in sync. It's not. It's kind of boring. 
God, everything just works out. <laughs> everything is just, you know, I wake up in the morning and I'm healthy, and then money just shows up, and uh, everybody loves me, and there's no traffic, and uh, wow, I'm perfect weight, and I haven't aged in years. I'm so tired of this life on this planet. Sounds kind of I wish I'd get hit by a car, but I'm so perfect that it's not going to happen. <laughs> Be here for 500 years, have to get together with the other vampires, you know. <laughs> so it's kind of boring. So imagine in, in this end of mastery, one day you could just be out of sync. Oh, crap, this is fun. My house just burned down. I don't care, though, because there's another bigger one being built, and, and I don't care about that either. That is embodied mastery. To be able to have emotions – I have told groups before – masters are – they're son-of-a-bitches. They're intolerant. They, they don't put up with any crap. And the next minute, then they put up with it. And can you imagine? Really just <laughs> laying into somebody. You don't because you, you, you limit yourself. I can't do that. That's bad. Nah, it's actually kind of fun once in a while. You think, oh, but what, to what extent? Could I kill him? <laughs> Ask him first. Don't, don't just do it. <laughs> but the ability to be and to be all these things, wherever you want to apply your consciousness, and it will never get stuck there, not even in perfection. Uh, trust me, that's so boring. Have fun with it, and then you start gliding back and forth in time. You start traversing the dimensions. You start experiencing the and, applied consciousness. And then after that, you start learning is not a good word yet. I'll make one up. But there's, you start being able to split consciousness. So right now you think, okay, I'm going to put my consciousness here into being synchronized, and then here. Suddenly you're both at once, and then you're beyond synchronized, and it just keeps going on and on and on and on. In the ability to be multi-consciousness, multi-awared, it's amazing. Truly amazing. Huh. Let's take a deep breath. And you get there naturally. There's no work at it. There's no work. In, in, unless you want to say allowing, that, that would be the only that's the only work you have to do. And allowing really isn't work, but to most people it seems like work. Because you know, they don't even want to allow. They just want, well, I'm just gonna see what happens today. It's like, well, could you take a moment, wake up in the mornings, I exist, and then later on in a different sentence. I allow. I don't want to do that. Question. Uh, she's going to run the microphone. And would you take this in case you need to beam them up? Okay. <laughs> Just in case. You get that. You get to that point of synchronizing, and then you just want to unsynchronize because it's so boring. Or, or do like both yeah. at once. Can you imagine both at once? How can you be synchronized and unsynchronized at the same time? Why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? That's the question. There's yeah, no definitely. law of physics that would keep that from happening. None. There's no law of, uh, of emotion or the mind that would keep that from happening. Nobody ever thought about it before. Yeah, it definitely gets boring. Oh, 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 hey, hang on a second. 
It definitely gets boring, and then you realize how much you like it. You're like, oh, my God, I, like, really like that. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's a point. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, humans don't do so good without drama. Uh, it gets boring. Yeah. So they'll intentionally screw things up so they can rebuild it. Yeah, they do, all the time. And that's not – there's nothing wrong with that until you get tired of that singularity – drama, 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 drama. But in mastery it's like, I'm going to have some drama and I'm going to be non-drama. I'm going to just – it's the end. When you are so free that you can choose wherever you want to apply your consciousness and multiple places at the same time, I, my friends, that is mastery. Uh, embodied mastery. So those are, you could say, the big categories of what we're going to be doing and experiencing and feeling. Uh, if, if you want to know, should I stick around for Crimson Circle, I've just given you the outline. Uh, and if it's not for you, that's fine. Um, that's very, very fine. I'm going to throw in one note about Kihak. Kaudra and Linda addressed it earlier. Kihak is, um, as the Thing says now, applied consciousness. What I've asked the Kihak staff uh, and part uh, Kihak staff to do is to have Kihak now as still our um, spirit in motion. Uh, but we'll get together twice a month for experiences, discussions. Well, not discussions. Me talking uh, experiences and delving deeper into each one of these things I just talked about. Kihak gives us the chance, it gives you a chance to make a commitment that we're going to work together, you and I, on a personal basis for a year. Yes, we do our group gatherings, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. When you become part of this, you're basically saying you're willing to have me around every day. Sounds good until after the second day. <laughs> <laughs> And because I, I do provoke a few people, really annoy some others, wow. but it's a constant saying, let it go. Stop working at it. Stop efforting at it. Stop. If you're in pain, there's a resistance. There's a reason you're resisting something. So shut up and take a deep breath and allow. It's that simple. And what I, my job, I am the simplifier. I'm the head simplifier. Uh, working with you, because you're going to get distracted, you're going to make it very difficult, you're going to bring in a lot of chaos, you're going to overwhelm yourself, and I'm going to come in with my simplifier stick. looks kind of like this, but longer. And, and I'm going to help you to simplify. <laughs> I'm going to say, you simplify, or we get one of these. Mm. So Interesting. Interesting. Yes, that's my simplifier. Could I have this forever? Thank you. So, so my dear friends, that's where we're going with Kihak. I, the, my point is that uh, you don't have to join Kihak to be a good Chambra. Not at all. As a matter of fact, I really want you to question whether you should be part of it just because we're talking about it here. It, it has to be right for you. I want you to really feel into that. I would actually could I beam you out for a minute? <laughs> I would actually discourage you from suddenly joining uh, this Kihak group, because it is very, very intense, and, and it costs a lot of money. 
uh, and it's a big commitment. So don't just jump into it. And the reason I would discourage you first before I would invite you, because if you just jump into it, oh, that's here. I'm going to spend all this money, and uh, you know, I'm going to fix my life. No, 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 no. You're not. If you're doing it for those reasons, you're going to. It's going to hurt. It's going to be. It's going to be rough. It's going to be a rough year on you. If you're doing it because you truly feel uh, the, that you're willing to go through a major renovation uh, change, that at times will be it'll be very challenging, and then I'm going to come and sim- try to simplify for you. Uh, then do consider it, but feel into it. Feel very deeply into it. It's a, it's a beautiful journey of a year with uh, many others from around the world, but at times um, – not, not during our sessions, but at other times – it can be very – how would you say, dear Linda um, – a bit overwhelming. Yeah, good way of putting it. Thank you. Okay, next point. And we are going to do Mia Rob sooner or later. She's trying to bribe me with cookies. Uh, now, I realize we're, we're starting to run short of time, and we're not. Yeah, we're going to get this all done. Yeah. Whether it's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, doesn't matter. Next point. There are worlds around you right now. There are worlds around you. That's why I say, what's here, but what's missing? There are worlds around you, magnificent worlds that you not, – not, uh, not just butterflies and fairies and things like that, but worlds of um, sensual, creative experiences, and they're all around you. They're not there. They're right here. There, is, there are your multiple worlds, but there are others as well, indescribable in human words or to the human mind. But yet you don't see that. You say, but where are they? I don't see anything. I don't feel anything. Understanding that there are worlds around you is ultimately a matter of allowing. And in that, in that going into those consciousnesses, you're going to feel at times like you're going to go crazy. And that's actually probably a good sign, because it's breaking down a lot of the old limitations, confinements. There are so many worlds, and you have such a desire for them. I, I do know that. You have such a desire to – let me put it this way. It would be like living in a cave and expecting to see the sunrise, and you're not going to. You can think about the sunrise and the sunset. You can think about storm clouds. You can think about the wind, but you're living, if you're living in a cave, it's just a thought. There is an underlying knowingness that there's something going on outside of that cave, a feeling, a deep desire. But until you step out of the cave, you're not going to experience the sunrise. Pretty obvious, pretty simple. And one would say, okay, well, let's just step out of the cave. But I want you to consider what's at that door of the cave. Jesus, for one, and he's pissed. 
<laughs> but not that Jesus, your Jesus, and, and the Jesus of old mass consciousness. And, and there's, there's uh, tigers, and there's dinosaurs, and there's uh, people have hurt you before, and there are booby traps, and there are, there's the unexpected, and there's snakes and insects, and all of your bad dreams and all of your bad experiences are right outside that door. So when one says, well, hell, let's just, walk out, let's just walk out of this cave and see the sunrise, you're in the cave for a reason. There is no door in that cave. You, you know that. But yet there are many obstacles. So you stay in that cave and you talk about the sunrise and you try to feel into it, but even after a while, even those feelings are gone. There's numbness. And then you try to make the cave better. You do a little painting on the walls, you sweep it out a little bit, uh, you try to dig in a little deeper, make a little bit more make it a little more spacious in that cave. And you wonder all the time why you're just why you're just losing that passion of life. And you say, well, I'll never figure it out. So you go back to digging and cleaning, sprucing up the cave a little bit more, to the point you almost forget about the sunrise. The sunrise is there. We're going to walk right out of that cave. We're going to walk into Jesus and your demons and your bad dreams and all the people who hurt you, and you're going to feel it. You're going to feel all the fear and all the terror and everything. It's going to bring up everything, and we're going to walk right through it because it's going to be and, and, and I'm going to see the sunrise. See all of you back in the cave. Hey, there's no door, by the way. Hey, there's no door. And they're all standing back in there. No, he's crazy. She's crazy. No, I'm going to see the sunrise. There are worlds around you right now, but when you live in that cave and when you're afraid to step out of it, afraid of being crazy, afraid of your phobias, afraid of your addictions, afraid of yourself, you can stand right at, the, at that doorway, at that entrance to the cave. You can stand right there and not cross over. I'm going to provoke you and annoy you and anything else I can, entertain you, whatever it takes to have you say, it doesn't matter anymore. I don't care if I go crazy. I don't care if my body goes to hell. I don't care if I lose. I don't care, because it's all just one great big and. That's all it is, one great big and. Fears, phobias, joys, sensualities, and. It's enlightenment and stupidity. It's and. It's all the above. Living in a cave and living outside of it. That, that, my friends, is realization. Let's take a huge deep breath. Oh, I can feel this is going somewhere. Good. And now, with the beautiful musical accompaniment – well, it's actually mostly music and a little talking. In the beauty, let's let's do a mirab, or whatever we want to call it. Let's do a mirab. Now, 
Let's take a good deep breath and get prepared. House lights down. And all of you watching in online, please join us for this Mirab. You're here as well. You're right here with us in Louisville, Colorado. You want to break this beautiful moment by a question you know, already know the answer to? Go ahead. Uh, microphone. Uh, Mike, we've got to have the microphone. Yes. And we'll need the house lights back up. We'll just change everything back over here. Yes. What's the difference Would you mind standing? Not at all. Good. What's the difference between and and an illusion? Ah, that is a good question. And and an illusion. What is the difference, I, I ask you? I ask you first. <laughs> I ask you second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, tenth, all the way. I took up all the rest of the numbers, so. None. 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 There is no truth, my friends. Uh, not like you would like to think there is. There's no singular truth. If there is a truth, it's and. It's all true. There is no difference between illusion and reality. It's just how much it hurts when you run into it. Oh. Well, no, that, that's very literal, because this is an illusion. It's an absolute illusion, this wall. But if you run into it, in, in this dimension if you run into it, it kind of hurts, uh, but, but then you heal or whatever. But other illusions are not as physical, but they're no more or less an illusion. There's the singularity that says, if it's solid, it's real. If it's not, it doesn't exist. But of course, my answer to that, especially from my writing days, what about love? It doesn't have mass. You could not uh, pour it into a glass. But yet it hurts more than running headfirst into a wall. Ah, yes. That's a lovely thought, isn't it? <laughs> but what is real? What's an illusion? And they're all real, and they're all illusions. None of them are real, but none of them are false. It's the end proposition again. You're going to realize that this act of Edith is, is an illusion. It's an interesting act, and there's so much more. It's not Edith uh, become more. It's Edith and your other worlds. Yeah. Would you like to go there? I can't answer that. We can't answer that. That's better than saying, I don't know. <laughs> I cannot. You want, go to the bathroom. I'll take you to the bathroom, please. It's been a long time since I've taken a lady to the bathroom. <laughs> I'll go if you go. I'll go if you go. You go first, I'll go second. Why? Because you got to go. If you got, I don't want to embarrass you in front of everybody. <laughs> oh, she doesn't want to go. To the, now she doesn't have to go. And it's like you're going, you're not going. And all at the same time. Okay. Now, can Edith? Okay. Let's bring the house lights down. <laughs> okay. Deep breath. Deep, deep breath. And before the music starts, <laughs> I want to ask you a question. And I turned the house lights down so you don't embarrass yourself or me. When's the last time you had a really, really good sensual experience? When? 
<laughs> the one in the back of the room without pants on, it says moments ago. <laughs> yeah, in this lifetime. Don't let me get back to being kind of uh, poignant here. <laughs> okay. Any other audience remarks? To anybody need to use the toilet or have, you know? Okay. Let's take a deep breath and get into the moment. S sensual experience. Uh, you know, this kind of like a, a huge wave, kind of a huge overwhelming in a way, kind of a huge breeze of sensual experience in your life. That kind of sensual experience that you can feel throughout your entire body, it quiets the mind, and the mind feels like it's in harmony. That true swell of sensual experience. I would venture to say that either it's been quite a while or not often enough. There's sometimes even a guilt about having this, because, well, you have to be configured. I like that word. You have to be configured. But a huge sensual experience that comes over you, and, and it could be sexual, yes. Well, I guess one could ask, I could ask, when is the last time any of you had a really good physical orgasm? <laughs> okay, stop the music, turn off the lights, and let's talk about this. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Okay. And before that, my friend? <laughs> and before that? She's smiling. She's smiling. Good. Good on you. <laughs> Good on you. Not often enough, I would say, whether it was last night or whatever, not often enough. And to continue with that line of questioning, When's the last time you had a good mental orgasm? Wait, you're just finding out now you can have a mental orgasm? How come nobody told you about this? What? Yeah, mental orgasm. It's not when you put everything together and make sense out of everything. It's when it doesn't matter. That's a good sensu mental, sensual orgasm. Feeling, feeling so comfortable that you could say, it doesn't matter. I don't need to keep configuring. I can let it go. Realize what a relief that is for your mind, a poor mind. When you say, I don't have to figure all this out, I never will. It's not written into the agreement. It's not part of the contract. I don't have to figure it out, and it's never going to be logical. It will never make sense, ever, ever. Masters have all discovered that. Oh, they've worked so hard at uh, philosophers. I, 
trying to make sense out of things. And it doesn't. And when you can and that, and is going to become a verb here, when you can and that, it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't even matter. You start to get mind orgasms. Orgasm is a release, a release from configuration, a release from the norm. Sometimes it's so powerful because things have been pent up inside. The release is huge, huge, to use Linda's word. When's the last time I had an orgasm of the Spirit? I like to watch your minds as you play with that one. How does a Spirit have an orgasm? It's kind of like Spock. <laughs> so internal that you can hardly tell, but something big is happening on the inside. Orgasm of the Spirit, the release, the unconfiguring of the Spirit, releasing all that religious belief and even spiritual belief, because they they are truly the constipation of Spirit, religions and philosophies, beliefs. When's the last time you had a spiritual orgasm? Maybe you had a few experiences along the way with some realizations, insights, some of those ah moments, you know, but not enough. It should be all the time physical, mental, spiritual orgasm of the body of consciousness, meaning the complete releasing, opening, freeing, joy pouring out. When's the last time you had one of those big sensual waves of just knowingness, not mental, not trying to figure it out, but just allowing the knowingness to the point where it nearly knocked you off your feet. Not often enough. You deserve it. And when was the last time you had that overwhelming wave, a beautiful wave of wisdom? Sensual wisdom, where it's a feeling and nothing more, not words, not how smart am I, but a wave of wisdom, the sensual feeling, I know that I know. I don't know how the hell I know, or it doesn't really matter. I don't even have to try to know. But you know, these things. My dear friends, these things should be commonplace all the time, not once in a while, not, not an or physical orgasm 
once every three years. Not a wondering what a mental orgasm is or a spiritual orgasm. These should be all the time. I know you can feel it. I know you desire it. Can you allow it? It has nothing to do with, well, I am too busy or I am taking care of others. No, those are excuses. It's macchio. All excuses for not giving yourself something I think you deserve. It's not wisdom. It's, it's wisdom. It's not thinking. It's allowing the sensual in your body, not confining it or limiting it. It's a sensual wave of allowing rather than restricting and judging. A sensual wave of, of you sensual and essential. When's the last time you had one of these overwhelming waves that came into your body, into your thoughts, into your dreams, into your heart? This is what should be natural. This is what should be flowing. And this is what you can allow. Sensuality is meaning awareness at every level. I talk about consciousness. Consciousness is awareness, but sensuality is when that awareness is, you could say, applied and experienced. Sensuality is, that's when consciousness is really experienced. You can't make this uh, sensual orgasm. You can't command, demand it, uh, make it that it's here. You can allow it. You can't f force yourself through thoughts to have it. But you can open up and allow it, receive it. So let's do that right now. We're not trying to configure sensuality here just allowing it. Take a good deep breath as the music plays. Free yourself. Just free yourself.
hear you communicating with you without words, just with that sensuality. I told you before that in consciousness, where we're going, it's also about communicating. I told you that we're communicating. I'm talking to you. Dear Linda Visa's talking. Gerhard, you're not communicating through the beautiful resonance of music, but can you hear that real communication? I'm not talking about from your head thoughts to you, but from you to you. That's sensual. That is very sensual. Listen. Listen to that sensual expression taking place in you, at every level. In the end,
good deep breath. How long's it been since you had that deeply, deeply personal wave of inner sensual experience? In the body, in the mind, in the spirit, in the I am. Probably too long. When I asked you earlier what it's been like for the last two months this year, I'd venture to say that probably, maybe kind of like the last year, five years in a way, just not enough that true sensuality, feeling, awareness in the intimate levels, creativity, wisdom, I amness. Let's take a good deep breath. What a day it's been. What a day it's been. Very special thanks to Master G and to Enat. So the question at the end of this day that you're probably asking, so I'll answer, probably saying, what does it look like when Adamus makes love? <laughs> With that, my dear friends, remember, all is well in all of creation. Thank you. Blessings to all of you. Today we're going to do something at the end that we hardly do ever, or I is playing a cover. After two months being here in the States, enjoying that place here so much, we're gonna leave in one week from here. I'm gonna sing an American song for oh. you. One that many of you probably know. It was one of the first songs that I learned on my journey when I went out to play in the streets and stuff. And oh. I'm gonna sing that for you. Long, long time ago I can still remember How that music used to make me smile And I knew if I had the chance That I could make those people dance And maybe they'll be happy for a while But February made me shiver with every paper I delivered Bad news on the doorstep I couldn't take one more step I can't remember if I cried When I read about those widowed bride Something touched me deep inside The day the music died so bye bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee.
music that I were singing Bye bye Miss American Pie To Gerhard and Anat, Oriam, thank you. Thank you also to Jeffrey Hoppy, channeling Adamas. Thank you. Thank you for all of you listening in and those present in the studio. We'll. Oh, oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. We'll be back here, I believe, in exactly five weeks. So see you then. Whether you're listening, well, I'm blog talk radio, uh, Crimson Circle Network, crimsoncircle.com, or watching on crimsoncircle.com. Have a great and wonderful month integrating all this incredible over-the-top material. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.